Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Say hello! 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 What up? What up? Nothing much. What up with you? Melting. Actually yeah. physically melting. Yes, we are recording this on a very, very, very hot day in what is normally rainy old England. And yes, we are sweating heavily. So enjoy that. Think of us while you listen to this. Mm. Sweltering. Nowhere in England is built for heat, and I do not like it. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't do aircon for some reason over here. Yeah, it does turn out that every, every year there's a good kind of week or so where we really fucking wish we did. Uh. <laughs> It's too true. Well, for their sins, they will be reprising their roles as Tommy the Gunslinger Rogue, Sophia, our cleric fighter, and Rogar, our paladin sorcerer. And, uh, yeah, you, you guys are in an interesting spot, one might say. We had fun. You did? No, it was, we it was, really had fun. It was a ni- nice to have a little, little um, downtime up, you know? I, I, got, I got smashed. Sophia very nearly built someone, beat someone who was significantly harder than her at an um, arm wrestle. Mm-hmm. It was all good. You know, we did, did pretty well. I thought it was fine, you know. started to feel a bit sick later on, but maybe that was just the booze. But apart from that, <laughs> all going well. As yeah. I speak to yourselves. Oh, oh yeah. well, I mean, you know, I don't know what you're up to. I'm sure, sure you're just, just having fun in the forest, you know? <laughs> yeah, you guys had two very different evenings. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as alluded to, while Tommy and Sophia were getting drunk, arm wrestling, and trying to win some coin in the uh, Feast of the Martyrs in Bloodhome, Rogar was getting shot at in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, he did escape with his life after killing a few dire wolves, and just as he was summoning his mount to escape for a second time, he smelt something undead on his trail like ah who cares about that he'll be fine don't worry about it while that was going on tommy and sophia were enjoying the festivities meeting some new friends you met uh Kranik, a cheerful so-and-so who befriended tommy and got him drinking after a few uh evil-eyed stare downs at least and you chatted with father eli who told you a little bit about his newfound faith and uh welcomed you to the city well, I'd say city, more of a town, really, but uh, it was all—it was a pleasant evening, I thought. Yeah, I had fun. Yeah. Though, um, it seems at the end of the day, just before, maybe let's say the uh, mood changed a little bit. Tommy was feeling very sick from all that alcohol he drank. Ah, it just does not feel good. He is poisoned, and Sophia, she's feeling all right. Got a little bit of a worrying grey rash on her arm, a little bit on her hand. She feels good. Don't you, Sophia? I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. As they both discovered this, Father Eli returned and informed everyone that, well, there's one last game left for tonight, and that's the hunt. Grab your sickles, grab your pitchforks, grab your torches. We're going roaming around this town and we're hunting monsters. Oh, whacking day, oh, whacking day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of where we ended. So, 
I'm thinking we jump right back in there. Might as well. Hmm. While Rogar is on the back of a camel, trying desperately to get away from a guy shooting at him, we're going to join back with Sophia and Tommy in the main tent for the Feast of the Martyrs. And, well, Kranich and his friends are getting up and kind of egging you all towards going out and doing this hunt. Uh, Father Eli is uh, blessing people and kind of welcoming them on their journey. Seems uh, we're going out to hunt these monsters that Father Eli had mentioned that they were having a bit of an issue with in the town. Something to do with these creatures that come out after dark. Seems he's whipped them up into a frenzy and we're going to try to take care of this. As uh, you're all kind of getting up and kind of wondering what's going on, um, Kranich actually leaves your table and walks over to Father Eli and he kind of dips his head a little bit and Father Eli dabs a bit of something on his forehead and then uh, nods to him and Krennic returns to you all. All right, boys and gals, we're going to get on this hunt then. You got your weapons? You two look uh, not too bad in a fight, I'd reckon. Yeah, feeling a bit... Uh... Yeah, Sophia here, she's actually a monster hunter by trade. Yeah, so I am. Should... Let's go, let's go, let's go. She should be well up for this, but look, mate... Uh... I might need to go and find, you know, a um, somewhere to just go and have a tactical chunder. Feeling a bit oh, rough. <laughs> uh, I knew about you, city lot. <laughs> uh, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, shouldn't be too bad. Uh, a pair of you two, me, the boys here. We'll uh, sort these monsters out right quick. You, uh, you ever killed a monster before, mate? Oh, quite a few, mate. Quite a few. All right, fair enough. I mean, in the city, you know, general population don't tend to get about killing monsters all that much. You know, tend to leave it for the heroic lot and stuff. I was kind of expecting no offence or anything, but villagers of a, you know, small small town here to be kind of waiting for some heroic types to turn up and rhythm of their monster woes, not taking matters into their own hands, but, you know, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, well, when you're out in the sticks, you got to go take care of your own, don't you? Fair one. Fair one, I suppose. Look, I'm just going to nip off for that chunder. I'll be, yeah, we can just find somewhere in a minute, and, yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be back to normal, I'm sure. Just get, oh, get some of that booze out. Okay, so Tommy goes back outside again to uh, throw up. <laughs> yeah. Little, little, little tactical chunder. I'm guessing I don't feel much better yet, though. No, it's ah, oh, it's just, it's just this general sickly feeling. It, it's been a while since you've had a proper drinking session. Maybe you're just out of practice. Yeah, too many things to to do recently. I guess you know, and that's fair. I did did have those beers in quite quick succession, so you know, you did on an empty stomach. So yeah, I mean, I, I I'm giving myself, you know. Uh, you know, a little bit of props. Still won the competition, but yeah, just just not quite right yet. So hopefully that'll hopefully it'll pass in a few minutes or so. I'm thinking. Okay. What about you, Sophia? What are you up to? I have got my sword out and I'm just carefully stroking it, getting ready to to get at the action, and kind of just looking around myself, like, are they going? Are we going yet? Are we going yet? Kranich sort of nods you and goes, oh, we probably should wait for your mate, I reckon, but uh, yeah, we'll be off as soon as he comes back. Oh, uh, it's nice to see you so uh, up and ready for this. 
Oh, this is what I was born for. I mean, what kind of monsters are we hunting, though? Oh, horrible creatures. Horrible. It's covered in arms and eyes and weird tentacly things. Got so many teeth. Ah, don't worry. We'll corner them, corner them in the alleyways and cut them down. Hmm. So they're just roaming around in the town, are they? Yeah, they only really come out after dark, to be honest with you. Always scurrying about the place. We're hoping with most of the uh, town out tonight, we can finally round up the last of them. Ooh. Can I take a check to see if I know what he's talking about, monster-wise? Certainly. Do me a, I suppose, a nature check. Four. Oh, dear. Four? I mean, there are, there are plenty of monsters in the world. Some of them do make their homes inside uh, towns, villages, cities. Um, you're not certain exactly what this could be. I mean, it tends to depend on how populated an area is. You'll get some creatures like uh, shapeshifters might try to blend into a large populace. You might get uh, big monstrous things like a tuga living in um, sewers to eat trash and stuff like that. So th- there's a variety that could appear in a town like this. It's a reasonably sized place. Um, yeah, you're not sure, though. That's rubbish. <laughs> it was, uh, Kranich kind of nods at you sort of as you're sharpening your sword and kind of getting ready to go. and goes, you know, I uh, must admit, I, uh, I wasn't here that long myself. I've only been here a few years now. And uh, I, I can't believe I stayed here this long, you know. It's a nice place. But uh, I, I see a bit of myself in you, you know, love. You know, uh, getting in with the locals, always uh, gung-ho. I mean, sounds like we're having a swell time. If it's always like this, I, I might stay myself. Ah, yeah. It's a good place, this good place. I must admit, I was thinking of leaving till recently, you know. Uh, I was maybe done with it, but I don't know. Uh, Ever since uh, his last, what, month or two? Couldn't imagine myself anywhere else. I mean, where would you go? Well, that's the thing, innit? Where would you go? It's too far to go anywhere else, and this place is just lovely. Weird about this rash, though, innit? Aye, aye. And as you say that, you notice he scratches at his neck, and as he kind of pulls down his collar a little bit, like his entire neck is covered in this grey, cracked skin, like going underneath his clothes. Oh, dude, doesn't look healthy. Ah, it's all right, it's all right. I, I'm keeping in good spirits about it. The father's been tending to me, you know, keeping me going. Oh, yeah? Has he been treating it, has he? Doing the best he can, love, doing the best he can. Oh. What, has he been, like, putting ointment on it or something, or...? Ah, ointments, ungents, casting uh, spells and things, stuff like that. Hmm. Well... Maybe I'll ask him to have a look at mine and start staring and wanting to itch at it, but trying really hard to just put my hand away so I don't think about it. Mm. Okay. And uh, Tommy, at this point, are you coming back? Going back in, kind of not feeling much better, but, you know, that kind of genuine kind of, at least I've just thrown up a bit kind of feeling you get sometimes when you, it doesn't really do much good, but at least you feel a bit like you're not, trying to throw up anymore so that's something had to get it out of the way yeah exactly <laughs> okay well are you heading off into the town then you notice a few groups have already left to kind of uh, set their torches alight and went out into the night to uh, hunt things down uh the pair of you at this point realize it is a bit late you were expecting rogar to have arrived by now and r4 and your uh axe beak have not returned to the tent to tell you he's here yet yeah where is where is rogar Something must have kept him. 
Ah, uh, I'm sure he's fine. He's probably off gallivanting doing his own thing, isn't he? Yeah, probably. I mean, we are we are um hunting monsters. Yeah, maybe he's come across them monsters had a crack himself. Seems yes. like our rogue guard, doesn't it? Come across the monsters. What are you what are you what are you, what are you thinking then? Nah, it's just joking. You know, he eats stuff. Yeah, true. He might have, might have eaten him. Which case to be a short hunt, won't it? <laughs> Turn up, Rogar's there. Like, right, lads, just eating him. Yeah, what? <laughs> good, probably good job to be honest. Because I could probably get a bed. Feeling great, love. I mean, you shouldn't have drank so much, should you? Well, thanks. I won though, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Let's go kill some it. Okay. So you uh, head out into the town's streets and uh, presumably just follow Kranik and his group as they're. Uh, kind of leading the way. You wander around for probably about 10 minutes, and this place, I mean, it's dark. You don't see too many other people on the streets. Everyone seems to have gone off in different directions, and as Kranik is leading you around, you assume he probably knows where he's going. Tommy, do me a perception check. 29. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm desperately trying to focus on anything right now other than the fact that I need to vomit. So, just <laughs> taking in every sight, in every sound, and anything to distract myself. Hmm. 29, huh? Yep. You spot a few things. Oh, actually, that would be with disadvantage, because you're poisoned. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, attack rolls and ability checks. Oh, yeah, it's been a while since right. we've done poisoned. It has been a while since we've done poisoned. A 28, then. Fine. 28. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will Cheeky claw bastard. back... I will claw back every point I can. <laughs> uh, with a 28, yeah, the light got in your eyes a little bit, dazzled you. But uh, going, looking through the darkness, just lit by these little torches, and some torches that are outside people's houses as well. You spot a few things, Tommy. As you're heading deeper into this town, specifically, you spot a few strange things. One, you spot some oddly colored plant life sticking through some of the stone tiles on the floor. And you see these little purplish pink flowers. And when you spot one, you notice there's a few of them, some of them kind of poking out near people's doors, some of them pushing out through the ground. Few and far between because they are, uh, it's a heavily sort of built up area, but more than you expect to see in a town. The other thing you notice with the 28 is this was a really obvious on the stonework, but as you look into the distance, you notice the woodwork on the buildings is kind of grey rather than, you know, brown, wood-coloured. It's sort of really faded, more than you'd expect, because these buildings don't look super old. And the last thing you notice is a shadow run across the road in the distance and disappear down an alleyway. I, I just saw something move down there. Point to that, everyone else. Kranich kind of whips his arms in the air and kind of summons his uh, men to and goes, all right, lads, we got one. Let's get it down there. Ah, ah, little blot has gone down a dead end. And uh, he and his men sort of rush forward into this um, slightly strange-looking part of the town and rush into the alleyway. Do the pair of you join him? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm probably coming up the rear because I'm, you know, every, everyone's run off and I'm kind of jogging, feeling a bit queasy behind them. Tommy, as you walk into the area where this kind of grey colour is, 
Do me a charisma saving throw. With disadvantage. With disadvantage. Uh, no, actually. Uh, no? no, straight up. It's ability checks and uh, attacks. But not saving yeah. throws. That's a 20. That's a 20. Now, you did have a minus 2, but uh, with a 20, minus 2, you're still good. It does, however, now go to a minus 3. So I'm, in, I'm into a grey area, am I? Is that that yeah. area that I noticed? Okay. Yeah, and say so you notice these weird multicolored flowers as well that are poking through the ground. So uh, it's not, not, follow... not everywhere, it's just in certain areas, is it? That I'm seeing? Well, it's really hard to tell on the stonework because they're grey anyway, but things that you expect to see with colour are a lot more faded than others. I say all sort of tending towards grey. Weird. So, yeah. I might avoid stepping into the next area like that then. It's quite prevalent now that you kind of rush after Kranich. You notice this whole alleyway is like that, but once you kind of shrugged it off, it's it feels kind of heavy on you, like almost draining a little bit, but you seem fine. Uh, Sophia doesn't seem affected at all, and the pair of you rush into the alleyway, and well lit up, you see cowering against a wall a young woman. Uh... I thought you said we were going to hunt monsters. Kranich kind of looks at you. He goes, <laughs> yeah, we are. Come on, get your weapons. Can't believe what? I caught one this early. And this... he pulls out a dagger. Wait, wait. This is, this is just a woman. Just a normal woman. It's not a monster. Unless it's inside her. He kind are of you... squints at you when you're saying that. Like, what? Are you all right, love? What I'm do I say? Talk to the woman. You also see just a woman. Oh. Nothing to be scared of, love. Why? I thought you said it had lots of arms and legs and stuff. This looks like a normal woman. What's going on? Does she transform into something? I don't get it. I thought you two were the adventuring type. You've never seen a monster before. Look at it. It's horrible. Come on, lads. Let's get this thing taken care of. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just, just hang on a second. I've seen plenty of monsters. Thousands of them. This looks like a woman. Can you, before we kill her, can you just tell me what, what's monstrous about her? Have you not got eyes in your head, city boy? Can you not see what stood before us? We need to kill this thing quickly before it murders us all. You're not what, getting that. What are you seeing? Tell me what you're seeing. Tell me. I'm seeing the same as you are, apparently not. It's a freaking monster. It's a fucking shadow creature right over there. Look at it. It's going to climb up that wall in a moment and be away with us. It's a defenceless woman. I'm the monster hunter here, and that is no monster. Can I, can I, can I take a perceptive look? Just, just hang on a second. I'm going to go and take a, um, a disadvantage squinting perception check at her just to see if I can spot any signs that she's anything other than a regular woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, a 20. 20. You take a good look at her now that the torchlight is kind of illuminating the alleyway a bit. She looks like your typical citizen. She appears to be a half-elf. She's kind of backed up against the wall. She looks terrified. She obviously wasn't expecting to get cornered in this alleyway. Listen, love, do you speak common? Yes. Yes. Keep keep them away from me, please. Why Why are they trying to kill you? Why do they think you're a monster? Because they're fucking insane. They're crazed. Keep them back. They're just, these are the normal folk of this town. Are these not the normal dwellers of this town? Why are you talking to the goddamn monster? 
Look, I, I have had enough of this. Boys, just fucking end it, would you? And his group of friends start walking towards her. Right, I said, step back while I sort this out. I'm the adventuring sort. You are commoners. Just wait a fucking second while I have a word with the bird. If she's a monster, I'll kill her. I don't give a fuck. But I'm not going to let you kill her if she's just a normal fucking woman. So just weapons down a sec. Let me talk to her. Work work out what's going on. You better have a good explanation for this boy. Uh, My explanation is that me and Sophia here are monster killers, not monster hunters. We killed a lot. In fact, hang on. And I'll just whip out... um, what what trophy have I got on me at the moment in my troll things? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I've got a troll head. I think we took a troll head. Yeah, we did, didn't we? To yeah, I'll whip out a troll head and see. This is a monster. It sort of drip 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 score. Do me an intimidation with advantage, so poison to cancel that out. I'd say we'll just roll it straight. Straight up intimidation. Mm. Uh, a ten, not not the best. Ten. Uh, hmm. He looks at it and kind of sneers and goes, it's not that big. Uh, Right, well, this is the horn of a gorgon. And I think that's, I think Rogar's got the rest of it because he normally eats it. But (laughs) I can't remember if if I've got anything else on me. But look, we kill a lot of monsters, mate. I just, they normally, they look like monsters. But that's not to say that perhaps humans are the real monsters after all. Yes, I know. I did philosophy too. but. Right now, I just want to work out what's going on. So let me have a word with the bird, and then we can kill her if she's evil. All right, one sec. Look, love, are you? Do you live here? If not, what are you doing here, and why do they want to kill you? She looks at you, and she is absolutely terrified, and just goes, "I, I live here. Yes, you don't understand what's going on. There's, there's men that." They will, they will kill me. Why? I don't know. They've lost their minds. All of them lost their minds. We need to get out of here. If you're not one of them, we need to run. Insight checker. Mm, go for it. I guess I'll do that. Yeah, you, why don't you do an insight check? Because I, I mean, I'm just listening at the moment. You, you, you can be the suspicious one if you like. A nine. Bloody hell. A nine. Yeah, your judgment's not great on this. Uh, she's... Seems genuinely scared, but that might just be a monster pretending to be scared. So, so are these people also live here? Is that right? She nods and goes, "Yeah, yeah." And how yeah. long? How long have they lost their mind for? And why are you still here? Why didn't you run away when they first lost their mind? Do me a persuasion. With disadvantage. Mm-hmm. A seventeen. Whoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, seventeen. She kind of looks at you and intently for a moment goes I can't leave my family my my boy is trapped here is he one of them and I point at the guys I sort of fell on the guys behind me she shakes her head and goes in some ways perhaps but not all is he sick she nods do you have can you sum up what the hell is going on here because I don't want to kill you right but these fuckers do and the only way I'm going to stop these fuckers from killing you and I'm speaking quite quietly so they can't hear me at the moment, is if I kill them. I don't really want to kill them either. But 
I need to know which side to pick here. So you need to bloody well convince me not to kill you right now or not to let them do it. Look, I can't stop them for much longer unless I fight them. So give me a bloody good reason to fight them. If you're not from here, you need to leave or you'll never be able to. I don't want to leave. Pretty nice here. She looks at you for a moment when you say that and then looks back at Tommy and goes, it's too late. And Kranich pulls out his dagger and goes, you know what? Time's up. Fuck the lot of you. And he's going to start casting a spell, so let's roll initiative. Bloody hell. Is he human? Um, Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Have you got a map? We do indeed. Um, you know what? Because I can't load tokens off or can represent the uh, half up woman. And I'm going to reveal some things. If you guys zoom out, you'll see a portion of the map. No. Just a portion, eh? A portion. Mm-hmm. Up top. We know which way to go if we want to escape. <laughs> <laughs> There's an angry mob there. There is. Kranich and his friends. Not best pleased. I got a 21. Got an 18. The mob, the mob got a 21. Yeah. So uh, Krennic, despite being the one to initiate combat, is going last. And none of you are surprised. It took him a long-ass time to cast that spell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's more drunk than he thinks he is. Yeah, he's, uh, he's had too many, just like Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Sophia, yeah. Krennic is approaching. His friends are kind of pulling weapons, getting ready to attack you, and they don't seem to uh, be uh, overly friendly anymore. So it is your turn. Do your thing. Tommy, do we really want to fight these bastards? Look, I didn't initiate it, but if they're going to start something, we're going to fucking finish it. And we can try and work out what's going on. And if we back the wrong horse, we can fuck off out of town. Right. Okay. So I... Wait a minute. What's happened today? We've gone against some trolls, haven't we? We have. Mm-hmm. And I did not like that very much from <laughs> being really up close. So I guess I'm gonna get my bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah, and... you might you might get a shot off this turn before yeah. they surround us. <laughs> Zan's resolve and shoot at the horde. Twenty-two and ten. Twenty-two. That is a hit. And second attack. Twenty-one and seven. Ooh. What bad? Also a hit. Two uh, radiant arrows shoot into this uh, group of citizens, and two drop dead immediately. Ooh. I told you, my friend said, stand back. They look slightly less uh, ferocious with that many down. Um, okay, that was your turn, Sophia. Are you doing anything else? Nah, that's it. The only thing you can do, if you wanted to, is um, lob a creature. No, you can't, because that's an action. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, bonus action, yeah. Hmm. Right, it is my uh, horde of people's turn. They are just going to swarm at you, Sophia. And they essentially do work like a swarm. So, luckily for you, you killed enough of them to lower their attacks. Yeah, is annoying. <laughs> so, uh, what am I going to do? Okay, that's, uh, they're going to come at you with a bunch of clubs and just try to beat you to death, Sophia. First attack, 17. Miss. Is that a miss? 18. Is it 18 without a shield? Oh, wait a minute, no. Is it 
Shield's plus two, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Right, okay. So that hits. Ah, uh, six points of damage. <laughs> As they are suddenly just surrounding you, Sophia, and just like laying into you with attacks. And second attack, ten. Miss. Sad times. They uh they seem absolutely like incensed. They are completely out of their minds. They surround you and just start attacking you with clubs, sickles, just bare hands grabbing at you. They are completely lost it. And Tommy, it is your turn. Oh. So, so I'm feeling a bit sick and I don't think I can aim very well. So I'm going to bomb it up to Krennic and I'm going to start stabbing him with swords because I think my, my, my kind of my vision's wavering a little bit. I still think I could hit someone with a sword, but I'm not sure I could hit him with a pistol. So, is that Krennic or is that the? That's Krennic. Yeah. Oh, is that Krennic? Okay. Yeah. The the woman is R4. Mm-hmm. Oh right, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Well, looks like R4, but she is actually a woman. <laughs> very, very metallic-looking woman. But uh, so straight in with the rapier with disadvantage. Sad times. Uh, an 18 with doing 14 piercing damage. Mm, depressingly, an 18 hits. Phew. Could have been a 30. But an 18's good enough. <laughs> yeah, hit's a hit. Alright, uh, second attack with the rapier. Gonna try and stab at the same um, same spot, going for his gut, trying to disembowel him. Yeah. Disadvantage again. A 25 and 11. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely hits. Thank you, Dex. <laughs> and I'm going to follow that up with Ele- Elements of Wrath. She's still doing lightning damage. Still hasn't been another day yet. Um, and I'm going to kind of come up with a backhand swing, trying to cut him sort of across his center, throw his guard down, and maybe disrupt his spell that he's trying to do. So, with disadvantage, one more time a 20 and 12 damage. Ooh. You, uh, lay into Krennic something nasty and just cut him up. You watch as some of his clothes tear away from the viciousness of your sword attacks and his entire body is covered in this like grey cracked skin. He looks horribly diseased. Fuck me, mate. Jesus, look at you. I mean, gods. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't you worry. You'll be one of us soon enough. Fuck that. Uh, is that your turn, Tommy? My turn, yeah. That's two attacks and a bonus. Ooh. So it is Krennic's turn, and he is hurting. What's he going to do? Hmm. Krennic is going to circle around slightly so that he can get Sophia as well. And... Uh, busted. You watch as both of his hands kind of glow with this like black and green energy, and he points towards the both of you, and this cone of magical force washes over you and I need both of you to make me wisdom saving throws 10 10 give me one second yep sorry uh, wisdom saving throw um, uh, 23 ah. unfortunately Tommy resists Sophia however you got hit by fear and what you're going to have to do for me is drop everything you're holding <laughs> so your bow drops to the floor and you are now under the frightened condition 
while frightened by the spell, a creature must take the dash action and move away from you by the safest available route on each of its turns, unless there is nowhere to move. The creature ends its turn in a location where it doesn't have line of sight to you. The creature can make another wisdom saving throw. But for right now, you're frightened. And Krennic is going to end his turn by yelling some encouragement to his uh, mob of buddies and give them a bardic inspiration. Ooh. <laughs> uh, fucking, <okay>. fucking bards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's his turn. Sophia, you got some running to do. Yeah, do. Right, so I have to run as far as I can. Away from Krennic, yeah. He is the uh, source of Does that mean run, or...? Um, it so it's says... a dash, basically. Yeah, it says you must take the dash action and move away. So you will dash away from these creatures and get an attack of opportunity. Bastards. Right, so should, do you want to expand the map, or should we just say that I'm off the map? Uh, directly away would be to this corner. Oh, is it? Okay. Literally, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well then I can't go anywhere else, can I? Yeah, so, and they are going to take a swing at you as you try push your way past the crowd that has surrounded you. 18? That's it. Six points of damage. Okay, that's your turn then, Sophia. You are scared and in a corner. Lovely. That was my whole turn. Uh, yes, because you don't get another save from it. Not to you, out of line of sight. Yep. Or Tommy breaks his concentration, or kills him. Whichever happens first. Sorry, Tommy. And that means it's my uh, gang of ruly citizens' turn, and they're just going to follow up on you, Sophia, and beat the shit out of you in a corner. Fun times. So two attacks. Nine on the first one. Fortunately, you're panicked to dodging, and it helps you out there. Second attack, 19. Five damage. No, you're just beating another unarmed, unarmed woman. They kind of are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just changed which unarmed woman they're beating. Yep. <laughs> uh... I think technically I would have had advantage on that as well, but whatever. 19 and 5. Cool, that is their turn. Tommy, you're up. Kranich is heavily wounded in front of you, but uh, Sophia's not doing too well behind you. Well, I feel like if I drop him, then she'll, uh, she should, shouldn't be frightened anymore. It's my, it's my sort of theory. She's obviously scared of this dude for some fucking reason. I don't really know why. It's <laughs> like he, he gave, me, gave me a mean glare or something, and I was like, what? Um, but apparently it's affected Sophia. So... Um, yeah, just just start laying in again. I'm still still trying to disembowel him with my rapier. Uh, thirteen though. That disadvantage is cracking up on me. Uh, it is a thirteen. Annoyingly, a thirteen is good enough. Though. <laughs> oh, oh, oh armor. And a fancy eight. coat doesn't get you good armor. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, eight damage is actually enough to slice your rapier straight through his throat as he gargles on a bit of blood and drops to the ground. Kranich's dead. Uh, no, I'm not scared, right? right? Uh, yeah, the source of your fear is dead and his concentration's broken. You are no Yay. longer afraid, Sophia. I'm not right. afraid. So, you know, feeling, feeling like I should aim a swift kick at him, I instead think, you know what, I'll come, come around and see if I can give Sophia um, a hand. So I'm going to sprint down, turn around, sprint back towards this mob and... Mm -hmm. I'm assuming advantage. I'm assuming I get advantage, so it'll um, cancel it out. Yeah, it'd be straight. Straight. Yeah, that's cool. I I like straight. <laughs> After disadvantage, it's all good. All right. Mm. So, uh, so coming up behind the first one, I'm just gonna try and like run him straight through with my rapier as I'm coming through. 
Uh, 24 and 13 damage. Ooh, 13 damage. You managed to kill a couple of these guys, and there's actually only one left. Oh, nice. Well, I'll try and swing Element's Wrath and just take his head off. Uh, 29 and 10. And you kill the last of these poor citizens. They are absolutely dead. We're just slaughtering innocents now. They came at, they came at us, right? So I finished it, like I said I would. And anyway, yeah. these 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 guys are obviously possessed by something. I mean, look at look at Crispy Boy up the top there. Look at his skin. That is gross. So it's going on. Look, love, they're dead now. Uh, actually, I'm gonna gonna I'm gonna have a look. I, I don't really want to touch any of them, but is is there anything obvious they've got on them that might be useful? Um, they're mostly just wearing commoners gear. They've got a bunch of like basic weapons, like clubs, sickles short swords, stuff like that. Um, you can take some of that if you want. They have a bit of coin on them too, if you want to take it. Uh, I'll probably just just um, use it using a bit of cloth, because I don't really want to touch anything anywhere near them. Just grab up any kind of coin purses or anything they've got on them. Okay. As you pick up some stuff off them, do me a Christmas saving throw. Oh. With a minus three. Ooh. Uh, 21. <laughs> Come on. Natural 20 minus Natural 20. Damn you. Okay. You pocket uh, some stuff. Do you know what? I don't want to touch anyone else or touch anything here anymore. Uh, look, love, can we get out of this grey area and you can tell us what the fuck's going on? Minus four for Tommy. Um, she nods and goes, we should, we should head back to my place as quickly as we can. Sticking to the alleyways is best. Oh, I'm not walking through any more of this grey sludge. These, these grade buildings and these weird fucking flowers and shit, because it doesn't feel right. She nods at you and goes, I'll take you the safest way I know. Alright. I'm going to have a look around. Do I notice what Tommy's talking about? Yeah, when he points it out, it's, uh, you, you saw the flowers, you didn't really think much of them, but you noticed the weird greenness on the buildings. But to you, uh, don't feel too bad. Seems kind of nice. I think it's got something to do with that rash you've caught, Sophia, and it was crisping um Krennic up the top there and, and this lot as well up. I think something weird's going on. I think you got some kind of disease. I don't know, but what maybe you... saying I'm not diseased. Ma- that grey crispiness you got you got coming on your neck as well. Look, hopefully this this nice lady can explain what, what just what the fuck's going on and then we can get out of here. It's quite, I quite like it. I mean I know it's not to your taste. It's Look, a bit great for you. Sophia, the locals just tried to fucking kill us. Yeah, but you can't they... tarnish everybody with the same brush. They. Well, let's 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 let a resident of this such a lovely town as you seem to think tell us just exactly what's going on, and then maybe you won't be so quite so keen to stay. Fine, whatever. She can talk. Right. Well, let's um, let's follow her anyway. And um, I'm gonna gonna kind of stone well, wipe my blades down on something other than me, uh, mm. like on some some like I don't know some of the, their cloth maybe without actually touching it myself, and um, and then stow stow them away. And I'm gonna draw my pistols just in case anything crops up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick up my bow. Yeah, that's a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh, grabbing R4 and the Axe Beak as well, or leaving them to wait for Rogar? Uh, Where are be, they? It'd be quite nice to um, 
to get back east of the city, aren't they? They're what was it? Yeah, the east uh, side of the city. Uh, they were uh, waiting for Rogaram. Yeah, it'd be nice if we could circle back to get them on the way, but I don't know if that's going to be feasible for her. I'll, I'll mention it anyway and see what she says. Mm. She kind of looks about worriedly, and you notice she's gra- she's holding like a pouch on her side that she's kind of tightly grabbing and kind of. As long as we're quick, okay, should be all right. Yeah, sure. All right, so we'll so we'll head over that way because because it, it could be that um, before we know, Rogar's turned up by now, um, and he's is kind of waiting with the others. Okay, so we'll, we'll head over that way, avoiding anything that's obviously grey or flowery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't, I, I don't think I can survive another Christmas saving throw, I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been jammy as fuck up to now. <laughs> yes. So, as you two are uh, accompanying her to the east side of the town, Rogar, you're in this show as well. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> it is a frantic... Um, pace you set through the woods on the back of Humphrey the camel. But you are lucky enough that no more uh, random gunshots come your way, and whatever undead creatures set off your uh, senses, uh, they did not catch up with you. Luckily for you, lots of undead creatures are quite slow. That's true. That's that's why I thought, you know, sprint as fast as you can. Mm. And you leave the woods and much like Tommy and Sophia, you can kind of see the town of uh, Bloodholm in the distance. There seems to be lots of uh, flickering lights that you can see over the walls. And uh, are you doing as planned, going to the east side? Yeah, yeah, I do exactly what I was, uh, you know, I'm hoping the guys are still, you know, waiting for me and haven't enjoyed all the festivities and whatnot without me. Um, not we... that I know that there, there are festivities going on, but you know, would we I, do a thing I, like that? Give well, us more credit. Well, of course you would, because that's exactly what you did. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, well, I'm kind of hoping that you've done what you need to do, and we're leaving. So, you know, we'll see. Okay. So, Rogar, you make your way to the east side of the town, and um doesn't seem to be guarded at the moment, actually. But you do spot, just inside the main uh, doors, as they are wide open, you see um, R4 and, and a large axe beak stood next to him. Okay, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll ride over to, uh, to R4 and uh, I'll uh, jump down from Humphrey and uh, so, just say, so I take it the other two are inside. Yes, good sir. They are indeed. They have been enjoying these wonderful festivities today. <sighs> festivities, you say? So, have we got the horses or what? Um, I am not aware. They told me to come here and wait for you, good sir. They are currently in the tent, a uh, little bit into the town, and they are uh, drinking and eating their fill, I believe. <sighs> you should know our four, Tommy and Beer. Never a good, never a good uh, combination there. Okay. So, um, yeah, let's go find him. I take it Big Bird's coming too. It kind of squawks at you. <laughs> I believe it is, sir. <laughs> All right, go on then, lead the way. Now, let's do a luck check 
to see if uh, Tommy and Sophia arrive at the same time as Rogar does and cross each other's paths before our four leads Rogar into the tent. So here's how we're going to do this. Okay. I'm going to say you and me, Bunkle, we're going to roll a d20 out in the open. And yep. if I roll higher than you, they do yep. not reach you in time. Okay. Pure luck. All right, <laughs> five. <laughs> Damn it, dude. <laughs> I got uh, uh, yeah. So that's an eighteen. <laughs> they definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Yeah, just got a bit decimated on that chat there. So uh, yeah. wow. stop being so late, Rogar. <laughs> <laughs> so Rogar, you are for and the Axebeak head towards the uh, central tents a little way into the town. And you notice there's lights on inside it. Like you can see it through the uh, the tarping and all that. Uh, but you don't see anyone outside. But you do see lots of shadows moving around inside. So you assume the festivities are still ongoing. Okay. So um, I'm going to stride into the tent like a total badass. Okay. You uh, push open the uh, tent and stride and strut your stuff in, flanked by a robot and a giant ostrich bird with an axe for a face. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, I, I, I walk in like Randy Orton. Um, you are greeted by the same view Tommy and Sophia saw. There's lots of tables, there's food left on it, drinks. There's quite a number of people still inside here. Uh, they seem to be clearing up food or just grabbing something to eat before they head back out again. And you see a man wearing a sort of yellow cleric's garb talking to a few people and uh, like sort of nodding towards them and uh, putting blessings on their foreheads. So has anybody noticed me, or is it like a perception check? Um, you didn't stealth, so I'll say they pretty much all notice you come in. They, you get a few looks, some kind of angry looks, but mostly friendly, actually. And as you just brazenly walk into the room, Father Eli does notice you and uh, nods in your direction. You see this kind of older gentleman, like a uh, kind of wrinkly face, is a uh, nice, well-kept, but slightly long beard. Yeah. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. So I, I get mostly a friendly-looking reception. Mm-hmm. So um, I was going to turn to R4 and be like, and they're not here. Uh, R4 kind of looks around and goes, Right, Jove, father has left. Well, Wherever could he be? He told me to find you. I'm sure he would have gone far. It's not like he's going to leave you behind, is it, bro? Um, Right. Did you notice them speak to anybody in particular? Oh, they were having a great time. I believe there was mention of drinking games and arm wrestling. It was lots of fun for them. It's a shame you seem to have missed it all, Master Rogar. Oh, arm wrestling. <laughs> I think I would have been all right at that, you know. But there we go. So you don't recognize any of these people or anything then? Um, He nods towards the uh, the man in the cleric robes and goes, I remember seeing him before. Uh, the rest of them all look kind of the same to me, to be completely honest with you. You <laughs> fleshy creatures. Fleshy creatures. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, so... Um, uh, so we put it to the guy in the cleric robe, basically. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to jump on the table that's in front of me. Mm-hmm. So and just shout out, Anybody seen any other city folk around here? Anyone? Anyone at all? 
like just arms wide open waiting for somebody to shout something at me. Mm-hmm. Um, the older gentleman in the cleric robe kind of looks over to you and goes, why, yes, I did. A couple of uh, city folks came through here earlier. They are out on a hunt right now with a few of our fine citizens. Hunt, you say? What are we hunting? Oh, we hunt terrible monsters in this town, my uh, new friend. Tell me, what is your name? Uh, can I insight check the we hunt monsters? Go for it. Not exactly my greatest skill, but where for go? A 21. Hmm. 21. Something's definitely a little off with how he said that. Um, you're not certain you can really read too much into it from just a single sentence, but something was a little bit off with the way he uh, looked as he said that word. Hmm. And he doesn't seem to be overly worried about the fact that I look like a horrifying monster. No, um, he doesn't. He actually seems quite uh, happy to see you. Cool. Okay, so I'm going to jump off the table, but like, uh, uh, but moving towards him, so to speak, mm-hmm. and like, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give R4 and um, Big Bird the, uh, like, you know, the wave over, you know, come hither. Mm-hmm. And um, I say, so, yeah, I am Rogo McLeod, the emissary of the Crawling Chaos. And you might be. My name is Father Eli. I am the head of the Church of the Fallen Star. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Rogar. It's strange. I feel almost like I have met you before. There is a a kinship that I don't often feel. Felt kind of the same with your uh, two city friends, but for you it's even stronger. How peculiar. You certainly never met before. Church of the Fallen Star, do I recognize that at all? Um, give me a religion check. The name doesn't immediately ring a bell, but... I'm a religious fellow. Rolling a 21. 21. Um, you haven't heard of it before, but it certainly doesn't sound like your typical church that you would find out in the sticks like this. Normally they're pretty simple, maybe like a a small church to Kalemvor or to uh, Tyr or something like that, or Torm, Lathander maybe, but uh, yeah. You've never heard of that one before. Bit of a peculiar name. And do I feel any kind of... Like, he says, I seem familiar to him. Do Does he seem familiar to me at all? Certainly not familiar, no. But for you, Rogar, you do... It's almost like you're on the same wavelength more than usual. Something about this man that's kind of welcoming. Okay. Friendly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, n- nice to meet you, Father Eli. Nice to meet you. I must say, uh, it's nice to see some friendly folk out here. I've, uh, I can't say I've run into many, uh, how shall we say, uh, pleasant greetings recently. Well, that is a pity, my boy. That is a pity. I do my best to welcome all newcomers to our town. <laughs> That's much appreciated. But Church of the Fallen Star, you say? So, uh... Who, who might that be a church to? I don't, doesn't, doesn't quite ring a bell. Ah, you are a uh, fellow scholar of uh, religious studies, are you? <laughs> More than just a scholar, my friend. Uh, you know, uh, as you can see, I uh, follow the uh, one and only true patron of this world. <laughs> well, that is quite a claim. 
I will say that I do not follow a particular deity. My uh, faith has always come from the idea of fate. There was once a time in my old life where I followed Kalemvor, but that time feels a long, 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 long time ago now. No, 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 now. Now my mind is on what fate holds for us all. <laughs> it just so happens, buddy. I have seen the fate of the universe. And it was told to me in the stars. As it so often is, my boy, as it so often is. For it is the stars that have blessed us. The stars that have made us better than we once were. <laughs> I must say, uh, that's very, that's very true. You know, uh, <laughs> I've been to some very interesting places, since some very uh, interesting skylines, shall we say? But uh, we, 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 we. Uh... <laughs> uh, um, we digress. Yes, my, my, my two friends. You said uh, you said they were on a hunt. Um, I think uh, I think it's best that I uh, I find them. You know, this 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 path that we're on. I believe they have a part to play. Interesting. Well, they left a little while ago with uh, a good citizen, a good friend, in fact, a man, a man named Kranick. He was out hunting, uh, clearing up our streets of uh, unmentionable horrors. His, uh, he thought your friends would be quite useful in that, so uh, they went along with him. You know what, Rogar? Come to think of it, it'd probably be a good idea if you round them up. A little bit later tonight, we've got uh, one last celebration to end the evening with, and it'd be nice if all three of you could attend. Perhaps afterwards we can retire to the church and discuss more religious matters. <laughs> Oh, my friend, you are in for a treat. I will go and find them post haste. And uh, Rogar's going to turn towards the door and, well, I'm not going to say head out really quickly, but try to, still trying to appear a bit, you know, a bit of a badass. Mm. You know, just, uh, I don't want to say Conor McGregor strut out. But very close to it. <laughs> you kind of make, make a performance check. <laughs> yeah, go on. Make, a, make me a performance check. I want to well see if this is a proper Conor McGregor walk or yeah. Is your fall over? I want to see. A twenty-two. Hey, it is <laughs> not bad. You actually uh, pulled play. off pretty well. <laughs> uh, as you go, and he kind of like waves you and goes, well, "I look forward to seeing you in a few hours. Then uh, enjoy the night's fun." Yeah, I'm assuming R4 and Axbeak will follow me, and um, we'll uh, we'll head out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you regroup with uh, Axbeak and R4 and head out, and um, I'll say this, I mean, I assume you're just walking around trying to find them now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, you know, if I come across any kind of fancy-looking houses or anything like that, I might just try the door. I know what Tommy's like. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not a bad idea. Not a bad or if I, I'll, I'll get R4 to try the door just because, you know, some people do spells. But, mm. you know. 
Can can Sophia sense her axe beak? Uh, I don't believe so. She can issue Talk commands to, to it, but yeah, I mean, like come you might come back. Feel a vague affinity. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you're walking around, and you're sending R four to attempt to break a lock. I'm not attempting. Well, I just just try a lock. So, like, if, uh, if, like, say we go past, like, a really fancy-looking house, it's kind of like, there's probably some good shit in there. Tommy likes to steal good shit. So, it'd be like, Arthur, oh, just go and see if that door, like, just opens. Yeah, if it's already unlocked, been unlocked by me, then yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Uh, okay. So, uh, Rogar, you spot quite a nice-looking house for this area. Um, and the door is shut. Has a bit of a, a strange grey tinge to it, and... You're sending R four to go open it. Mm, yeah, yeah I, I'm guessing R four is a bit like me in that he he's a robot. So what kind of disease and stuff can he catch? Not that I've seen any disease, but like there's not much that's going to like shut him down or out. So yeah, I'll I'll let R four try the door. Mm. No. Um, R four goes up and touches the door, and Tommy, make me a charisma saving throw for R four, would you? Weird. Okay. Yeah. Can he? Uh, can he get a grey rot? A thirteen. With a thirteen, he doesn't really notice anything. But our four now has a minus one. Okay. Interesting. That's weird. Very interesting. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, I can see when you look at the sheet. So I, and I also saw that as well, which is kind of weird as well, because um, mm. I would have assumed they would be immune to disease, but it doesn't actually say anything about disease on there at all. Uh, it doesn't, though. I think in broad terms, an automaton is immune to disease. I'd have to double check that. Okay. But yeah. Hmm. But anyway, he pushes the door and it remains shut. And I'll say this I mean, Tommy and Sophia and uh, this woman who, on the way, she tells you her name is uh, Tessa, are all heading in this area as well. So with Tommy's uh, passive perception, you quite clearly see Rogar just wandering through the streets looking for you all. As well as a robot and a ostrich, they are not the uh, most stealthy or inefficient. <laughs> <laughs> that that must be one hell of a sight. I've got to say, <laughs> I mean, we look any more out of place anywhere in the world <laughs> for, the, for, for the for the regular yokels of this bumfuck nowhere town <laughs> down down the middle of the road comes strolling <laughs> an undead dragon man. An a-, a giant axe beak and a clockwork automaton. Yeah. I did say it was Wizard of Oz. I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's follow a yellow brick road. Yeah, I mean, if you could get a lion, then it would have been perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yes, Tommy, you spot these three just meandering around the streets. Uh, Oi! Rogar! R4! Axe beak! Come over here! Oh. name is Rose. Sorry, Rose. Like, it's a fucking bird. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh, shit's gone down. Uh, Sophia's got some kind of disease. She wants to stay here. Uh, the fucking yokels tried to kill us because we weren't going to go about murdering this poor woman here. Uh, look, it's been on the way, but Follow us. Uh, I guess we just kind of head off in the direction she takes us. Um, and I'll kind of give Rogar the brief rundown of what's happened. Does Rogar see a bird? Or does Ro- like the, the actual... Uh, a bird? 
yeah. <laughs> I know I see a bird because the axe piece there. I mean, I, I meant it's free does, birds. Does, yeah, the, the, does the woman look like a woman? Uh, to you, she does. Yes. She no, you like know, a... Sophia. Sophia. No offense. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she seems like a normal. Um, in fact, she's what half elf woman. Did I notice if any of the other, like people that were, were fighting, were all human or were there some other races in there? Um, the group you were with were all human. Okay. So, um, um, in the tent, we did. We did all... see other races, didn't we? Because the half orc was the one you were. Oh yeah, that's true. And yeah. I'm sure there was a dwarf as well at some point. Yeah, I mean, broadly there is a the mix of people here. Okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I mean, I'll basically fill the Rogar in. I'm not particularly holding anything back. Um, but yeah, rather than just rehash it all again now, I'll fill him in on what, what happened up to now. Okay. And uh, Rogar, do you explain what's gone on in the woods of why you're like two hours late? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll explain the fact that I got shot and like. So I'm hoping Tommy will take some certain interest in because. He believed he's the only person who had guns. Okay, um, on. You, yeah, I, I, I will take a definite interest <laughs> in that. Yeah, you what? It's, oh, yeah. it was definitely a gun. It wasn't some kind of like, fucking spell, bro. Trust me, I've heard you shoot guns enough times to know that right. that fuck well, was taking pot shots at me. I mean, I'm no. Yeah, you've heard me shoot. Does it sound more like my rifle, my scatter gun, my pistol? Definitely a rifle. Definitely a fucking hell. Because uh, he had to stop and reload after oh. each shot. Well, there's only one person in this world that I know makes guns, and the fucking firm have got him, haven't they? Yeah, but so what would the firm want with a guy like me? Or maybe I don't know. I I don't know unless they're just selling his guns willy nilly to every fucker out there now. In which case, we'd have a much bigger problem. No, it's it. It would seem possible. Well, shit. Right. Well, okay. So someone wants you dead. Uh, you got attacked by wolves. Were they with him? Well, I think, or were they just just happened to be attacked by wolves and someone started taking pot shots? Was he hunting the wolves first? What'd you I'm think? assuming that they were hunting me. What working together? Yeah, like like, Sophia's like, like pocket pets. Yeah. You can do me uh, an insight if you want to see if you can draw anything, like any conclusion from that whole situation. Is that me or him? Uh, be you. It happened to you. <laughs> 23. 23? Yeah, you're starting to kind of put together that that was clearly some sort of ambush. They took out your mount immediately. The wolves jumped you, tried to pin you down while you kept taking shots at you. Felt felt very much like someone hunted you in coordination. Yeah, so um, I'll I'll, re- I'll obviously uh, relay that to uh, Tommy. Oh, fuck, well, we, we're going to have to find that guy at some point, if nothing else, just to get the fucking gun off the streets. Well, yeah, definitely need to do something about him. But I guess we'll sort that out once we get out of this fucking hick town, USA. <laughs> uh, right, well, let's, um, yeah, we'll f- follow this. Follow this nice young lady anyway, wherever she's taking us. But keep your guard up, rogues. I'm not 100% sure I trust her yet either. Oh, as, uh, as you wish. And and, I, and I'm going to kind of whisper it to him. I don't really know why I'm doing this, because he is he's a mad lad, but I'm going to do it anyway. I mean, like, <laughs> think, 
something, whatever was affecting these guys has got hold of Sophia too. Do you have anything, I don't know if it is a disease, but do you have anything that that cures disease? Interesting. Um, just let me double check what lay on hands actually cures. Uh, lay on hands can expend 5 HP to cure poison or disease. So I can cure poison and disease, yes. Maybe you could take a look at that rash on her neck, see if that's what's causing her. Because she, like, we've been attacked, and yet she feels like she's going to start setting up roots in this place. I can't um, hear this, can I? Well, I, I'm, I'm assuming you're, you're, you're kind of, with your act, speak, patting it down and saying, you're all right, girl, kind of thing, uh, a bit further up, because I've kind of pulled him, pulled him to one side quietly okay. towards the back of the group. I mean, for the sake of it, Tommy, do me a stealth and see if you beat her passive perception. I'm guessing with your stealth, probably. I should hope so. Although I'm disadvantaged. In fairness. True. I'm quite drunk. It's a 20, so should do. And her passive perception is 16. So, yep, you managed to uh, sneakily whisper to Rogar all this. Okay. Um, so, in in knowing that, um, can I just, like... Yeah, I've got some left. Um, I'm just going to walk over to... Uh, I'm just going to walk over to Sophia and like touch her on the shoulder, but in doing that, use my lay on hands and uh, I'll see if I can cure any poison or disease. Okay, so I believe you have to spend five points of it to do this? Yes, I do. Assuming you have that available? I do. I have uh, a 15 available, so. Okay. So uh, Sophia walks up to you and puts his hand on your shoulder and you feel this kind of coldness for a moment? And you don't feel any different, dude. Is that the the hand that makes you all weird and shit? Uh, I'm going to say no. Um, since you're actually talking to me, it's why would you touch me? Well, you know, I just you know, I, I thought it looked like in that moment that you know you were missing Solara, you know, you're missing a bit of uh, a bit of affection, and I thought you know. I know we're not the I know we're not the best of friends, but I thought you know I'll just uh, I'll just let you know that I'm here for you and uh, you know Aww. if if, if, Cheers, you, if you ever need me, can you give me a cuddle then? Why not? As far as I know, I'm immune to everything, so <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll give Sophia a cuddle. Why not? Yay, cuddle! <laughs> you have a quick mid street cuddle, but um, <laughs> Sophia, you still feel uh. How you've been feeling, and that rash is still on your arm. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know he was trying to do anything to my rash, so I'm just to carry on. Yeah, I kind of going to give you give you a kind of raised eyebrow, Rogar. Like, did that work? Uh, I I am gonna blow you a kiss, but shake my head. Uh, listen, mate. Did you say you could cure poison as well? Uh, if it is required, why? Uh, I don't know, mate. I oh, I drank a lot. In that drinking competition. Now, listen. Before you say anything, yes, I know what it's like to be drunk. I know what it's like to drink on empty stomach. Don't feel like that. Feels like something's wrong. Like you want me to stop you having a hangover? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's too early for a hangover. Just finished drinking. And listen, it was wasn't even the drink. It was some of the food that I had in this place. And now I don't fucking trust any of these lot. They probably fucking poisoned it. Food, eh? Hmm. Interesting. So, I tell you what, I'll help you out. But, but first things first, you got to try a bit of this. I'm gonna pull out a handful of tail meat. 
How old is that now? <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> uh, mate, if I, if I eat that, I'll definitely be fucking poisoned. And I'll probably, just, just... Hit, I'll probably get fucking damaged from that anyway. Just a speck. Lick it. Fine, I'll lick the tail meat. Lick it, Linda, lick it. <laughs> Give me a con save. <laughs> Fuck, that's rancid. Ah, uh, 21. <laughs> like, oh, mate, fucking hell, just a smell. <laughs> oh, I feel, I'm, a... I'm actually going to chunder anyway because, like, I already feel ill. <laughs> Literally, just, it's, it's, it's like... You're like your mates feeling like sick after drinking too much, and you you can't find a kettle, so you just feed him some coffee grounds. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Maybe. <laughs> Seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, since you licked it, I'll uh, I'll spend another five points on my lay on hands and uh, see if I can help uh, Tommy out there. Uh, Tommy, when he puts his hand on you, you feel that same kind of coldness shoot through your body, but you actually feel a lot better. The uh, poisoned effect is gone. Oh, well, that's worked. Thanks, mate. Although, fucking, if you ever make me lick anything out of your bag again, I swear to God. <laughs> Just be thankful it wasn't something else. And Rogar uh, starts like actively looking towards his crouch. I'm, I'm not licking anything that comes out of your sack ever again. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it's made my day. <laughs> hey, like, I, I, I'm not poisoned anymore. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> attempts to cure everyone aside, you uh, continue onwards and. It doesn't take you too long, probably about half an hour, to reach her home. Uh, it's down on like the southeasterly side of the town. And she takes you to the front door, opens up, and uh, invites you all in. Honey, I'm home! Well, as you all go inside, you see two people actually sat in a bit of a living room. A human male, a bit on the uh, older side, you'd probably say near 60s and a young child. Um, the young child is kind of lying down on a sheet in the floor, and he's kind of looks quite ill, and you immediately notice a lot of his face is covered in that same rash Sophia has. Hey, you look like me. She runs in and gives the uh, man a hug, and you just hear her go, Harold, they, they almost got me. But... I got I got some stuff. And she uh, opens that bag and she pulls out some uh, bread and uh, foodstuffs and rations for her. And you make the assumption probably her child. Are we safe in here? Do they come in houses? As you all come inside, she kind of shuts and locks the door and she goes, No, they typically just roam the streets and pick up any stragglers. We should hopefully be okay, at least with the curtains closed and the lights off. Who's they? I mean, I've only met, like, one person here, and he was a superstar. You're talking about... You are not. You haven't fucking met Father Eli, have you? Eli, that was his name. Legend. Mate, I think he's the one that's fucking this whole place up. 
Well, he seemed like really super friendly. Yeah, seemed like that to us too. Till Sophia went all fucking loopy and his boys tried to stab us just because we weren't going to kill this nice lady here. Yeah. They seem to see they seem to see something different than we do. Like she wasn't a real person. I don't know, mate. I f- this feels like a purge village. It's a purge. <laughs> some it's not, some it's not right about whatever's in the food. It's making these people do weird shit, and it seems like it's not a disease. Yeah, you had the food, dude. Yeah, but evidently I have a sterner constitution than you, Sphere. Like Fuck I've been, off. E- I've been eating shit out of the gutter. Since before you were born. Hey, hey, hey. At least I'm not the one who chundered everywhere. I was poisoned. I feel better now. Children, children. We're getting off track here. So, (laughs) the really cool, nice guy is apparently a bad guy. I mean, hang on a minute. It seems a little odd. Uh, Um... How many people, Rogar, have you met so far that seemed like a pretty good dude and then turned out to be a complete tool? Well, there's you. <laughs> hey, and there's you. And there's clearly, clearly, no, Sophia started out as a tool, so what? she just carried on that way. Well, she she's just, you know, she's just misguided. Don't worry. Um, we'll 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 resolve you later. Um. While they say that, I go and snuggle up onto like the sofa or on a chair and start like making myself comfortable. The the family give you a bit of a strange look, and um, Tessa turns around and goes, "Your friend suffers the same as my uh, as my son." Yeah, what is that? Because we just established it's not a disease. She shakes her head when you say, "Goes as far as we knew, it was a disease." So, if you have information that uh, contradicts that it's better than our guesswork i suppose well um the large semi-undead dragonborn here uh just tried to do a cure disease on my friend here and it did bugger all so what was that this... was that why you were touching me absolutely not i was showing you the affection that you as a wonderful human being deserve oh thanks mate Love You're you welcome. Too. I love you too, <laughs> and I will blow her a kiss. I, uh, then I catch it in the air and try and eat it. I <laughs> <laughs> right. like Mad Sophia. Now, now, you, you two, you two fucking keep it down. Save it for later. Right. As I was saying, not a disease. Then Something else. She kind of grabs a chair and sort of offers you all seats around her. Uh, make do kitchen table and uh she kind of looks over to uh harold and her son and goes as i say we thought it was a disease and most of the town seemed to have caught it we thought it may have been in the food most of the food is foul turns our stomachs that's why i have to go find uh find sustenance from where i can something that hasn't been tainted rogar's gonna reach into his bag now and be like you know what? I might just have something that can help you. <laughs> no, I, I, I just, I just, I just put my hand on your your hand, Rogar, and go. No, I think, I think, ghouls and people eat very different things, mate. If you hadn't noticed, tell me, not a great shout. I wasn't going to offer tell meat. and uh, you, you see, poking out of the bag, a hand of an ego. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah still any anything that's been dead for more than a few days and not properly salted or kept cool not great for humans she's not human it's salad (laughs) (laughs) right he's got you there as far as rogar knows it is salad so it's i still don't think i think she's she'll she'll do sticking with the bread she's got mate but we all we all appreciate the the effort Fine, fine, whatever, whatever. Uh, and I'll slowly put it back in the bag. So this is... It's got to be this far, Eli, hasn't it? She kind of shrugs a little bit and goes, I'm not... I don't know if he caused it, but he certainly seems to be reveling in it. This all started about a month ago. One night, I remember there was a terrible storm up over the hills... Strange flashes of colour lit up the whole night sky. We thought maybe there was a comet flying overhead or something. I had most of the street out watching. Then, as quick as it started, it all ended, and we all just went back to sleep. There was a, a town hall the next day, and while the mayor was speaking, Jericho, our executioner, large half-orc, normally a, a quite unflappable man, good man, He came into the town hall looking panicked. He asked if uh, he could get some assistance and intimated that something unholy was going on. Father Eli and the uh, grave digger Luther, they accompanied him back to his house on the hills. I don't know what happened up there, but the more I think about it, the more I realize that it was the very next day that things started to go strange in this place. People were acting irritable and angry for no reason. And then this odd rash started appearing on people. It took a little bit longer, but it was suddenly all over the place. And I don't know if you saw some of the streets. They have this strange lack of color. Like the wood is dyed and fading away. And then those little strange little plants showed up. I remember my husband... He would go hunting and would talk about how large the creatures were now. These big bloated things. But when he brought home uh, the biggest rabbit I'd ever seen, it tasted disgusting. It made us both horribly ill. Father Eli abandoned his church, the Temple of Columbor, and founded a new congregation in the town proper. Luther disappeared. I don't know what became of him. And Jericho stopped talking altogether. He just would grunt, be angry towards anyone who spoke to him. So, so... Hmm, seems interesting. So, you see, I spoke to Father Eli, and he said the church is the Church of the Fallen Star. That's what he called it, yeah. But he used to worship Kelemvor? She nods. One does not so easily change who they uh, who they believe in. You did. I'm a bit. <laughs> I was offered something that was what changed me. It was a it was divine intervention that led to me changing who I believed in. So that's what that's what I'm saying. Divine intervention isn't exactly a, a regular occurrence. So this this house that's where. Um... Your executioner lives. Where is it exactly? Because it sounds like ground zero for whatever's going on. It's it's a hill just behind the town. 
normally called ex Executioner's Rise. It's where criminals would be given their final justice, but he has a small shack up there where he would normally live, but uh, it seemed to be where they all went that day. Seems like somewhere we're going to have to go and have a look at. Where's your yeah. husband? She looks over, he's just sat on the couch. <laughs> oh! He's uh, yeah. helping feed the uh, child. Well, he's old. So, no, no offence, but how come you weren't affected? You've been here for a month now. Sophia got affected pretty much as soon as she ate something. And I've been feeling dodgy ever since I ate something too. How, how have you survived? Luck, to be completely honest with you. I'm not the only one. There were other people who weren't part of Father Eli's congregation and didn't seem to show the symptoms. Some of them managed to get out of the town, but the day we tried to leave, it was when I saw the rash on Charlie over there. As soon as we left the town, we got barely half a mile and he went berserk. He started clawing at my husband and uh, her husband kind of shows his arm and he's got these huge scars all the way down his arm. Like the child literally tore into his flesh. He ran back to the town and then by the time we caught up with him, he was back in the house, just sort of curled up. Every time we get him, try to get him to move, he goes berserk. I fear he'll hurt himself. We tried to get aid. I sent a letter to to an old friend of mine, but I don't know if he ever arrived. What's your friend's name, and why did you think he'd help? His name was Lucius. He, he was he's a good man. He's he went off to, well, as folk do, he went to see the world, adventure. I heard he's um, done reasonably well for himself, and I knew he was too far from here, so I sent a letter to his last address. He said to always send it there in case we ever needed him, but I've not seen him. I've tried to sneak around the city as best I can, but if he's out there, I don't know where. Where, where was his last address? He said it was nearby. Yeah, it was, um, it was strange. He told me to address it to the tower and to pass it along to one of our traders when they were leaving. Tower? Before things got too bad, I handed it over and the trader sort of nodded at me like he knew what I meant. Does that mean anything to anybody? Up until uh, hang out with any direwolves are out, does he? <laughs> he, uh, she shakes her head, her head like, um... No, he, he used to be pretty good with a bow. A bow, you say? Hmm. Interesting. I only know of one tower, and that's so far away. That's a spire. My bad. Hmm. The tower. I'm guessing t Tom doesn't ring a bell to Tommy at all, or Sophia, or any of us. No, it doesn't really ring a bell to any of you. It sounds a bit odd, really, a bit confusing, but... She didn't seem to question it, so... Okay. <sighs> Alright. So, okay, so this supposed whatever, not letting you leave. I mean, what have you tried? I could leave if I wanted, but I'm not abandoning my family. No, I mean, what have you tried on Charlie? Well, we only have basic medical skills. I, nothing seems to stop this rash from growing. It's covering most his body now. And if you don't get help, it'll do the same to you. I don't need any help, love. 
Well, if we want Sophia to come with us on the rest of our adventures, we're going to have to do something about it. Otherwise, she's going to be here forever. Doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, well, you can stay in this little podunk town if you like, Sophia, but somehow, oh, I don't think that's going to work out very well for you. Right, so my my take on this is they went up to this executioner's house. Summit was obviously there. That's ground zero for whatever's going on. We need to get up there, find out what what's happened, try and sort it out, or else we're never going to get Sphere out of here. Originally, I thought it was going to be Father Eli who's done it, but seeing as he benefited from it, but he wasn't the cause, he was one of the f- first people who got up there, I don't think he's actually running the show, if you like. He's not called it down. So, oh, do you, you know what I think we need to do? I think I need to have another arm wrestle with the half orc. I think that'll do it. Well, let's go to his house then, shall we? Yeah. Will you hold him down while I while I wrestle him? <laughs> well, if he comes at me, I'll fucking kill him. So yeah, you can give him an arm wrestle after his brains are all over the floor. Awesome. So all that matters. Uh, Rogar, what do you think, mate? Rogar's looking rather quizzical. Is it? Rogar agrees that we need to uh, investigate where this orc lives. But I'm just going to kind of look over at Sophia. I'm thinking uh, we kind of need to rest up before we head out. I do need a rest. I mean, we have had two battles today already. And this place seems really comfy. We... All right, Tessa? How... Right, T- Tessa, how long did it take before your boy started to get... Um, I'm trying to th- Tommy's trying to think of a word that's not... That sounds better than crispy. Um, <laughs> before he went... You know, he just kind of sort of points at the boy and the, the, like, sort of wiggles his fingers in front of his face as if to say, fucked up, but not actually saying it. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, um, it took... For my boy, it took about a week. For others, I saw it much quicker. Others lasted a lot longer. It seems to depend on the person. Oh, yeah, we're going to need a rest before we ever fight, but we're going to have to get moving quick. What time is it now? Now it's... Um, ooh, you're probably getting towards midnight, and Father Eli said, to Rogar anyway, that in a couple of hours they'd be doing like some sort of final celebration for the evening. Ooh. Well, um... Have you got... Is it is it a one-story house, or is there a second story? Uh, there's a second floor. Can I'm, I'm going to post... Um, if we if we all got to try and get our heads down now, uh, I'm going to post R4 upstairs somewhere where he's got a view out over the town so we can spot anyone kind of approaching. And also, if anything weird's going down for this final... Unless unless we, we feel like we should go and find out what that is. Um... I mean, Rogar's open to go and find out what the, you know, this last celebration is, because obviously, I mean, I seem to get on quite well with Father Eli. Hmm. Um, but I can understand why, you know, you guys might be a bit trepidatious. Yeah, I mean, I could stealth up. I also don't particularly fancy the idea of leaving Sophia here on her own. Oh, good. Don't know what you're worrying about. So we got we got we got two choices: either Rogar, you, you walk in and have and chat to Father Eli. Um, or just just we'll just wonder and say you couldn't find us. 
we must still be off killing stuff. But then it's likely that someone will have found the corpses we've left by now. I mean, Tessa could have taken them out. Well, they don't know what what they came across, but we're mm-hmm. we're conspicuously absent. True. Doesn't take a genius to work out that the two heavily armed people from out of town and the corpses of the townsfolk covered in wounds, probably inflicted by heavily armed people. I mean, they're saying that the monsters are getting them, but you're right. You can be cautious. Well, I, we, we can either, rogues can either wander up or I can, um, I can try and stealth up and see if I can work, listen in and find out what's going on. Hmm. It's it's very tempting to say it's tempting to say that you could stealth up and try and listen in, but knowing that I mean Rogar could show up and just play that he hasn't found you guys. Mm. Where would we be then? Are we staying here? Well, y- y- we'll start along. I think you're definitely staying here. Here's nice. Um, it's what me and Tommy decide to do, really. All right. Well, you you wander up. Draw, draw all the attention like you're very good at doing, and yep. I'll I'll stealth up, stay a little bit back in case in case the entire town turns on you, which is yeah. entirely possible they might. So got a bit of backup at least. Sounds good to me. All right, Sophia. Um, Split the party. Woo! Have, have a nap. Well, you're in a house. <laughs> yeah, have have a nap. I'll leave R four in the axe beacon here with you. Really? You sure you don't want to take Rose with you? She's very lovely. I'm sure she is, but when I'm trying to hide, you know, in the shadow of a house, a giant fuck-off bird nuzzling me probably isn't, like, going to help much. No. What about R4? Could go with uh, Rogar? Yeah, he could, but then if an angry mob with torches and pitchforks turns up at this house, it'd be nice to know you've got some backup. Besides, R4 can keep a lookout while you're here and wake you if anything happens. I bet they're my friends. I think they'll be fine. I love it. Well, you did kill at least two of them. So we'll see how that goes. All right. I'm very tired anyway. Uh, at least you didn't kill a snake today. That <laughs> <laughs> you know of. So the, so the plan is, Sophia's going to start having a rest. We're going to have to come back here at some point for a long rest anyway. Yep. Um, but I don't need one as much as Sophia does. And yeah, us two, we're going to head out. And then tomorrow morning, we're going to try and head up to the um, the Half-Orc's house. See if we can find out what happened at Ground Zero. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So... Tommy and Rogar are heading to see what all the fuss is about. Yeah, so, and... so yeah, Rogar, Rogar, Rogar sauntering out, maybe skipping along. Yeah. And Tommy sticking to the shadows as much as he possibly can. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Tommy, do me a stealth as Rogar walks up and you're kind of being his shadow as best you can. Uh, 32. 32. You do a good job. And Rogar, as you're wandering through the town... You see a few other groups of um, armed and uh, sort of pitchfork-carrying, torch-wielding folks actually all converging towards the town centre as well. And they don't seem to be bothered by you. And uh, all of you start heading towards the main square, which is in front of the town hall, um, a very large building that seems to have most of its windows kind of covered. I will will point out, if I spot any grey areas, by the way, I'm steering well clear. Mm -hmm. Just pointing it out. 
Oh, yes. So as you're getting closer, I will say this, Rogar, you do see this grayness around the town center, and that's where the people are heading. Do you walk into it? Can I do like a perception check on the grayness? I mean, you can see it. Do you walk into yeah, it? Uh, well, okay, fine. Perception might be the wrong thing. Can, can what I? What do you want to do? I, I, I just want to be able to tell if it looks harmful or not. Um, I mean, if Tommy told you everything, which he said he did, mm-hmm. um, he walked into it and felt weird, but he's not certain what caused Sophia's rash. You are all eating, drinking, doing stuff. You don't know whether the grayness caused it or Tommy's just feeling weird every time he walks into it. Tessa did also imply that when the grayness started appearing, that's when the rash started appearing as well. So Again, Rogar feels like R- Rogar thinks he's immune to everything, so Rogar would walk into it. <laughs> okay. Rogar, give me a Christmas saving throw. I knew that was coming. Yeah. Come on, Rogar. Don't want to have to drag both your asses out this time. <laughs> 21. Oh. 21. Okay. Jesus. Good to know. <laughs> and Rogar now has a minus one. Okay. So, you walk in, and you feel a little strange, Rogar, but you kind of shrug it off, and you, some, you don't feel, like, uh, itchy or rashy or anything, and you continue on with the rest of the crowd. Tommy, I'm guessing, as you spot the green, as you kind of have to hang back and try to get the best view you can from a bit of a distance. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I'll try and try and get uh, a, li- a little bit of elevation, maybe, if there's a bit of some undulating ground or something. Um, I'm guessing these these aren't perfectly flat level roads and stuff, so maybe I'll try and get somewhere where I can get a bit of bit of a view on proceedings while still remaining hidden. Sure. Well, if you do me like an athletics or an acrobatics, I can say you try to climb up uh, to a uh, raised level, maybe on top of one of the smaller buildings. Yeah, let's, let's go for that. A 16 on my athletics. Okay. Do that easily, easily enough as you kind of get a bit of a vantage point on uh, part of a building. Rogar, as you get closer you catch sight of the town center now and you notice that the townsfolk have constructed multiple large pyres and you see father Eli casually walks towards them and the citizens start hurling these flaming torches onto the dried wood and one of the pyres bursts into flames on top of one of these bonfires you see a bound figure tied to a stake and trying to struggle to break free. The fires grow and flicker in the darkness as you catch sight of the unfortunate soul desperately trying to keep the flames away from his feet. The man's been heavily beaten. You can see dried blood covering most of his clothes and skin. And now that you're closer, you can just about make out probably a middle-aged, dark blue tiefling with black hair clipped short around some small horns. His yellow eyes are kind of darting about frantically while his arms struggle against the bonds. Father Eli kind of steps in front of the pyre and raises his arms out and goes, Thank you everyone for joining us for this wonderful celebration. Tonight, we give sacrifice to the stars above us who have blessed us all. The stars who have given their gifts to our dear mayor, to our dear people, and who have helped guide us forward. Tonight, during the most holy feast of martyrs, we offer up this man a sacrifice. We offer up his flesh to the flames, so that we may be born anew in his ash. 
and the fire starts to rise higher and you hear the wood crackling and Rogar and Tommy both do me perception checks I'll say you don't need disadvantage uh, Tommy because of the amount of fire and torches you have pretty good sight on the area uh, and 31 I rolled a 7 so that's, 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 um, oh, uh, wait. Do I get uh, advantage or not? Uh, not for this, no. All right, okay. Yeah. So a seven, you don't quite catch this, Rogar, but Tommy, you look to where the man is struggling weakly, and you notice maybe he's actually not quite as weak as he looks, and you watch as he grabs something from his back pocket, a small pouch, and drops it into the pyre, and the whole thing explodes, sending Father Eli clattering to the ground. The people in the front row are kind of knocked backwards, and some of them are set aflame. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Ooh. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> Gunpowder. Well. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Fucking hell, it better not be. I'm really getting annoyed <laughs> with all these people stealing my well, things. Hey, it, it might be the same guy. <laughs> I'm stealing my thing. <laughs> it's my thing. <laughs> oh, uh, well, many things explode in fire, but you'll have to wait till next week. Very to find true. Out. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Definitely. So, I want to know now. Yeah. yeah don't, 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 um, yeah. No, not really taken with this place. I got to be honest. <laughs> it seemed, it seemed yeah, alright well, at first. You know. At least cozy, I got drunk, dude. What? It's cozy yeah, for you. We. Turning grey. <laughs> yeah, no, not for me, thanks. Mm. Well, I hope you all enjoyed. That was Gunpowder Trees and No Plots. You can uh, find us on all major podcast providers, and we now have a Patreon at patreon.com slash gtmp. We also have Twitter accounts. I am the uh, main account at, at Trees and No, and my players all have accounts with their player names and gtmp at the end of it. We also have a WordPress website and a Facebook group full of lore and background information and stuff like that. And I will turn you over to my co-host to say their own goodbyes. As usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art of Podcasting and Lost Art of Wrestling podcast. They're available on all good podcast providers and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LOW Podcast. And maybe one day you'll find me in the Redscar Cafe, on Redscar Business Estate, in Preston, Lancashire, the UK, open for takeaways at the minute. The whole UK is open for takeaways. Mm. Uh, uh, well, I, I assume so. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you're in Spain, you know, just order from the UK. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and as usual, if you want to hear more from me, I'm afraid you can't, and I have absolutely nothing for you today because I'm sweating like the inside of an ogre's ass crack. So... I'm just going to finish. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got that lovely picture in my head. Uh, today you're going to be killed by a phase spider. Phase spider possesses the magical ability to phase in and out of the ethereal plane. It seems to appear out of nowhere and quickly vanish after attacking. Kind of a bit like Handel used to. But in a spider form. Mm. He was a sneaky spider though. A little bit. Face shift. Uh, handle, spider handle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his spirit lives on in arachnid yeah. form. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining us, everyone, and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Bye.
Can anyone hear us? Can anyone hear us? I'm trapped in this bumper. We're both trapped in this bumper. Oh no, how, how do, do we, we end up in here? Well, how do we escape? Okay, look, maybe if we send everyone to necropoticon.com, we can escape. But not just that. What if we send them to the Discord as well? Yes, that's great. You have to go to the website, which is www.necropoticon.com. And you'll find a Discord on there. And if you want, I guess, if, if you've got time while releasing us, you could play games and chat with the people from the various podcasts you've been listening to. You can read all the cast and crew profiles. You can be part of special events. In fact, we're missing out on that by being trapped in this bumper. Help free us from this bumper and we'll see you over at www.necropoticon.com. We are in mortal pain. If you this do not, sucks. please, we I'll suffer in this bumper. Us. Save us. Ah! Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects that you heard within this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so make sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.